Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today and hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little bit about curling. But most important, we'd love to answer your questions, so please send your questions in to inchbyinch at peterinch.ca and we will enter you in a draw to win a smart thermostat at the end of the month. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Yeah, it's been, uh, my daughter had the family over for Easter yesterday. Nice. No fight, so it was all a good, good oh, day. Yeah, if there's a, not a fight happening, that's a very good thing. Awesome. Um, we're, we're moving up on Facebook, and we put a special invite to our open house. Like, what do you call that? An event? That is a Facebook event. So yes. Please go to... Peter Inch and Associates Facebook page and, you know, tell us you're coming on our event and uh, you could be live on this radio show. Really? Yeah. Mr. Stephen Gilbert. Oh, I get to do interviews. That's Mr. right. Mr. Interview that's Extraordinaire. Right. Yeah. Interviewer. Yeah. That's me. Uh, we're going to have you set up here in the Inch by Inch Studios. Yes. And you'll be able to sit down and interview people on, you know, what they, you know, what they think of our new company, if they've had us come out, what what was their experience, if they had new equipment put in. They may even talk about the hybrid heat pump. They might. They might talk about a hybrid heat pump. They might talk about a completely going off gas and going completely electrical. So, you, you, we, you know, we look forward to maybe that... You know, playing those segments over two or three shows. That's right. Or maybe I just won't come on at all. The whole show will be used to. Now, careful. We don't want to, you know, we don't want people to start, you know, chiming in all of a sudden, just supporting that decision. <laughs> we have, we'll have a lineup <laughs> out the door. All, you know, look, you'll have 100 people lined up to do the interview just so I don't go yeah, back yeah, on, just the radio. on the and And you don't play music anymore. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm... Self-proclaimed I'm, gold medalist, yes. I'm still trying to figure out how to, what do you call that, fade the music in and yes. out. So yeah. I, I've stopped the music until I can figure it out. We probably don't have all the right equipment yet. And, oh, you know, we probably... I could buy more equipment. No, I don't think we need to buy any more equipment. We've got all the equipment we need. For what Everybody will see that when they come in our studio. Oh, my Look goodness. At all this what stuff you, you got plugged in everywhere. So Yeah. But, no, it will be fun. And, and uh, the Grand Slam's on? Well, we got to talk about the world first. Oh, sure. Okay. What did we get? We got a silver medal. Uh, yeah. Team Gushu played Nicholas Adin, who won the gold medal in the Olympics, and uh, so Canada versus Sweden. It was a very good game. Um, the ice conditions weren't uh, what we would normally see in uh, a final, uh, so there were some challenges. and Challenges? There it, was scrape marks. Yes. <laughs> so really, it, they really, it was a true test because they really had to not only play against the team that they're playing against, but they had to play against the ice as well and the different things that were happening up there. So um, it, it doesn't always make for a great game because you can just lose a shot for no reason at all because it, you're on the wrong side of the scraper mark. And that was very unfortunate to see. It was a it was a close game. Like Brad's last shot, he, was, he had intended to roll out, but there again, a situation happened and he hit it on the nose and that pretty much determined the game when he, when he only could score one in the ninth. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was, uh, you know, but pretty good. Bronze medal at the Olympics, absolutely. silver medal at the Worlds. Yes, you know, I'd absolutely. be uh, pretty, pretty happy with that. Oh yeah, they and they should be they sh- they should be very proud, um, you know, to accomplish those two things. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I would have brought home a gold though if I was there. So now there's uh, the Players Championships on in Toronto. So at Maple Leaf Gardens. Yes. So yeah, I'm surprised uh, you're not there with your leaf garb on and sitting there cheering, pretending it was 1968. Yeah, I got to work. Remember? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So you can. I don't know with where that's televised. I was looking around. I don't know if TS, TSN's covering it or maybe Sportsnet or or it, maybe just. Um, It'd be Sportsnet. Sportsnet. But I haven't been able to find it. Oh, well, they're too busy with the Blue Jays these days. Yeah, so. they are. So. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it'll be uh, good, you know, what I call all the breakup teams. Yes. Playing together for, for the, the last, last time. time. You know, yeah. having a little fun down there. Yeah. I see Dom McEwen, who is retiring. Yep. Had her one-year-old daughter down there, and they had a birthday cake for her and stuff like that. So, And I see the Sweden team, they brought all their kids, too. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. They're just coming for a holiday as well as uh, curling. COVID city down there now. Yes, right? Yes. Yeah. But, nope, it's, uh, hopefully it will be a lot of fun, but curling's coming to an end. But remember, Tim Hortons Breyer, March of 2023. That's right. You need to get your London. tickets early. Yep. Don't be late. Nope, that's right. Buy them. They're selling fast. We're over 2,000 sold already. It's just booming. Yeah, so I put all my curling stuff away. It's in the, you know, it's done, laundered my stuff. It's all put oh, away. Oh, thank God you laundered. And, uh, and so then I, it's kind of funny because I throw that bag on the ground and there's a bag right underneath of it. So I pick that one up and I pull it out of, and that's my baseball bag. Oh, I did. So we just Did got you our, launder it first or? Yeah, before I put it away. So I, I have, um. I just got our just got our baseball schedule, so that'll be starting here very shortly. And what position do you play? I play right field. Right. And, yeah. why, and why is that? You're speedy, or what? Uh, well, or the ball never goes there. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, Peter. Playing outfield, you have to run no matter what. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good spot for me. I like it. It's not as so right field certainly not as busy as center field. Center field, you're going all the time. So yeah. yes, and. They take pity on me. They say, no, you're older. You can just hang out there. <laughs> you don't need a lawn chair, but if you know, if you just get tired, sit down on the grass. Okay. So you don't lean on the fence? No. The, you know, you go to the corner no. by the foul pole so you can look up. Oh, that one was foul. <laughs> <laughs> None of that? None of that. No, sorry. Now, yeah. where's your home field? We play in Belmont at the, uh, at the oh, Belmont Diamonds. Yeah. That's where I played. Coach soccer for Did many you? years. Yeah. So yeah, there's, and it's a very busy place. Uh, there's always lots of people around that park. Yeah. And it's, and it would face, I would say, northeast. That's where you'd be hitting out. Yeah, you would. You'd be. You'd be hitting to the northeast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly. Yeah, that's that. where. That's where those diamonds face. Yep. Yeah. Now you? there's people that live with their backyards. Yeah. And. Uh, We've got netting up there now, or they've got netting up there now. So, um, and we have a rule in our league that if you if you hit it over the netting into the backyard, um, you're ejected from the game. Good. You don't get you don't that doesn't count as a home run, and you're actually out of the game. Well, that's a good thing because people should be able to enjoy their backyard without worrying well, about exactly. A ball and the net's there for a reason, and 
honestly, um, if, if you can hit the ball that well, then you should be able to hit it to the right field and not always pop it in the left. Yeah. If, if you can hit the ball that well. Yeah. Not me. No, nor, nor I. I'm not, I'm not one of those people. Uh, I'm a grounder and run it out. <laughs> <laughs> Try to beat it. Run it out. Now, I'd like to see that. Yes. <laughs> hey, new knee, bionic new knee. knee. Yeah, that's right. I bionic can run knee. it out now. Yeah. I'm pretty good at catching the dog. You you should see me. I can give it the oh, head fake. Right? Yeah. Okay. N- now the dog's learning. I give it the head fake so it runs right at me. That's <laughs> it thinks nice. I'm going to move and then I do move because it's going to take me out. But, yeah. It's a lovely dog. She's a beautiful dog. Just because, you know, she's, you know, giving you a, a scar, which you will have for the rest of your life. I, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe we should bring her to the open house. We should. Then people can meet this <laughs> mad dog. Right? Crazy dog. Yes. So we have uh, an open house happening a-, a week today. That's right. April Saturday, April the 23rd from 11 to 1. Le- 11 to 2. You're not getting out of here early, Steve. I was, well, you never know. But, yeah, we're going to have uh, some uh, food, some uh, coffee, some soft drinks, um, we're going to have door prizes. We're going to do radio interviews. You know, we're going to give tours of our, our facility here. You get to meet all the founders. Yeah, you know, a good day. Yeah, there's some history that you can see in the warehouse of all the, the old uh, history for 94 years. So then we got some cleanup to do. We do have some cleanup to do. <laughs> That's why I told everybody, Friday night, guys, don't plan anything. Yeah. But uh, we'll have all the trucks and everything out there as well. So it'll be a lot of fun to see everybody down there. It sure will. Where's your timer? It's right there. Oh, Just looking okay. in. Keeping said, it hidden so I can't see it. Um, you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752. Are always online at peterinch.ca. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Now, we got a question that came in from our good friend, John. John, okay. He said, I had a old York, and the instructions suggested that the power be applied to the compressor for eight hours prior to turning on the air conditioner. Okay. I understood that was that there was a heater in the York air conditioner to warm up the oil prior to operation. That's called a crankcase heater, yep. Uh, Now, John got a new air conditioner from us, and he says, so is the procedure necessary on my new carrier air conditioner? It's it's a great question. So um, back when John had that York, which probably is close to 30 years ago, um, they came standard with what they called a crankcase heater. So really all that did was it just uh, like a block heater in your car it's just meant to keep the uh, the block warm or the or the compressor warm just so the oil stays warm so that it, it doesn't get hard and it doesn't it's not hard for that engine or that compressor to turn over when you first turn it on hence they wanted you to turn it on for at least 8 hours prior to uh, starting that air conditioner and it's kind of interesting we um, cuz our, my initial thought on that was, well, no, you don't need to because these new units don't have a crankcase heater. 
But then we got talking as a group, so we were we engaged the techs on the same question, and they said, "Well, the that unit doesn't, but some units do. So we should probably just say to everybody that it's just a good idea to do that." And and then I thought, "Yeah, that that really is a good idea." So great practice. It doesn't. It's not going to hurt it either way if you don't or you do have a crankcase heater. But just to turn the hydro on, it actually will help that capacitor charge up. Um, so it just it's a, it'd be a good thing just to uh, turn that switch on eight hours prior to you turning your air conditioner on. So yes, John, please continue that practice uh, now and going forward. Now, you know why John's air conditioner lasted 30 years? Because he had a maintenance done. Well, and the old York instructions suggested he read the instructions. He also covered his air conditioner. He also looked after it. That, you know. Well, John also had like a 40-year-old furnace in his house for the same reasons, yep. right? Yep. yep. So it's, you know, that maintenance, maintaining. Now, take your winter covers off. Yeah. Now, I will agree with you now. Now is the time. So uh, we aren't going to have any surprise snow dumping and uh, which yep so you can you're going to be raking up that garden anyway so you might as well take that cover off and fold it up and put it away you know what i just captured that moment what moment was that i agree with so i can play that over and over again don't get used to that right but yeah it definitely is off i had my air conditioner on this week you know it got up there a little warm who is in this room is not surprised (laughs) had it on and you know, even took a couple of calls, and the people said, you know, it's early. To, you know, I, I, I don't want to turn my air conditioner on yet. There's probably nobody's doing that. I said, whoa, 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 I got my air conditioner on. It's kind of funny. I came home the other day, and um, I walk in the house, and uh, I, I thought, wow. Lexi had, like, all the windows open downstairs. And I went, this is great, honey. Well, he got all the windows open. Well, Dad, you know, the dogs, it smells a little bit. I said, okay, well... If you're going to leave the, if you're going to open the windows, see this thing over here? It's called a thermostat. It's running right now because the heat's on. I don't know how long the heat's been on all day, probably because you've opened the windows. Yeah. Turn the heat down or something so the furnace doesn't come on with the windows open. Oh, I didn't think. I, I know. I understand. So. I thought she maybe had the air conditioning on at the third level. Well, she probably did, <laughs> right? Air conditioning on in the, the loft, heat on, and windows open. I mean, it's a, it's it's you, perfect, right? You've you got all the seasons in one. A- everything's happening together. Yes, it's good. Yeah. But definitely cover off, get ready, turn the power on, leave it on for a day, and then uh, the air conditioner starter up. If you got your garden hose out, give it a little wash down. If you got the wax out, you're waxing the car in the spring, just go over there and give that little air conditioner a wax too. Okay. And the spray wax is the easiest way. to spray it on and wipe it. Is there a wax that you can just spray on and walk away? Peter Inch air conditioning wax. You don't have to yeah. rub it off or anything? No. It's a beautiful bottle of it. It's, you know, oh, you 195 You have to wipe that off. Maybe we should get a case of that for the for the open house. What you go. You talk to your supplier, Mister Weisler, and see what he can do. See for if you. we can get a case put together yes. for the home show. Yeah, maybe we should give that as a door prize. Maybe we should see how that goes. But now we are also out um, putting in a furnace and a hybrid heat pump. That's correct. Yep. And when they were there, they found a 
what would you say, not up to code installation that someone did on a water heater. On a water heater, that's correct, yes. So it looked like they had white 636 pipe until it made an elbow and did, and then all they did was add a coupler and uh, connect it to the black ABS pipe. And they didn't even glue the joint on the white. So it had come apart, and uh, I don't know how long it had been running, but so that water heater was dumping products of combustion in the house for I don't know how long. So first of all, can they hook it to black ABS pipe? No. So uh, if you're changing your water heater and all that black pipe has to come out and has to be replaced with the white pipe. Uh, it can't, you cannot connect the two of them together. Uh, that black pipe might have been in a difficult spot to reach or maybe it was going across to finish sealing, but um, yeah, there's, it, it all has to come out. And then not gluing it, leaving it, it came apart. Now it's putting carbon monoxide right into the home. Yes. And so it's, you know, I hope they have carbon monoxide detectors. But that's why we say, you know, law says outside sleeping areas. We say it should be on every floor. Because maybe it didn't get up to the sleeping areas, but if it there was one in the basement... Yes. It might have sounded an alarm or at least, and we like the ones that read from zero up digital because that one might have shown, you know, 25 parts and you'd go, well, why is it showing Yeah, where is that coming from? Yes, because you need to find it because there should be zero in your house. Right. And then that would allow them to do a little investigation or maybe found this earlier, but that was not. So I always laugh when people say, well, why are you more money than everybody else? Well, if I just cut the pipe and connected it and did it not to code, I could save a lot of money. Well, you save on time and on materials, right? Yeah. So, yes. And, it, I mean, it's like, it's like air conditioners, not, not changing the evaporator coil. So some companies will just change the outdoor unit and leave the existing coil. Um, you have no warranty anymore because you've just connected your air conditioner to a to a coil it doesn't have the efficiency ratings that they said it's going to have because it's not rated with the coil that's in the in the furnace so really you're not you're not buying what you think you're buying you're you're being sold something which is um not rated not anything so uh, you know you, you really you really you really need to understand what you're purchasing well and even keeping the line set you know and people say i flushed it but you can never guarantee with a flush that you're going to get all the all the oil out. Yeah. So it's, you know, again, if you don't replace the line set, you can save a lot of money in copper. You can save a lot of labor. It may not be the right size, you know, too. But you don't save much in labor because it takes a while to get that line flushed out. So I, I don't. Well, but if I don't flush it? Well, you, well, you have to flush it. <laughs> Company, good companies. But that's, that's when we say what's the difference in the price and why there's a difference, and that's what it can be. So yep. just make sure the companies are performing everything like they should so that you are getting, um, you know, what you should. Yep. Um, you cooking a turkey or a ham or anything this you mean for Easter? Well, we're doing, uh, because my daughter has such a busy social calendar, um, she's got some 
Easter dinner on Friday and Easter dinner on Sunday. So I, that means I'm doing mine on Saturday. So um, I just decided I was just going to get the smoker out and uh, maybe I'll smoke some chicken or do some chicken wings or something. But I'm going to do I'm going to smoke something is All what right. the uh, idea is. Yeah. Well, I'll be over. What time? <laughs> You're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Now, you know, I hope, Steve, you've changed your filter in your furnace. Because it's coming to air conditioning season. We should have a clean filter in there. Yes, Peter. You have? I keep track of my filters and change them regularly, actually. Yeah. So, you know, because with air conditioning, filter changes are more important. Well, it, it's extremely important, yes. Absolutely. Why is that? Well, because if the, um, if the filter gets dirty and the, and the furnace can't pull enough air past it to get the... Uh, to get the cold away from the evaporator cold coil, it just turns into a big block of ice. It just freezes, and then you get then there's no air going past that, so it just turns into a big block of ice. So, um, low air flow is not a good thing for uh, your air conditioner. So you have to make sure that that filter is changed. And once it ices up, you got to wait 24 hours or to yes, it yeah. melt. If you call us because your air conditioner is frozen, that's fine. We're going to say great. Uh, turn it off. You can run the fan if you want. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. And you're going to buy. Don't have cooling now. And you're not going to. Nothing we can do to get there is going to make that ice um, thaw faster. So, and I don't. I don't recommend turning the furnace on. I mean that'll that'll get rid of it quick. But you just. Uh, yeah, it, you know, it may not be a good thing. Well, you're going to put water through the furnace. Anyway. And you're going to need towels down there, but you don't want electrical components in the furnace to get in contact with that yeah. water. So and if that heat exchanger is hot and then you're starting to melt ice and it kind of falls off and lands on that hot heat exchanger, you're just putting it under stress. It might cause a superficial surface crack or something. Anyway, don't, just don't do it. Just let it thaw naturally. That's like leaving your barbecue open and it starts raining and you psh, psh, every drop that hits it. Yeah, except now think think about it as snow or or hail, not not just rain. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, what do you back back to what you're going to be smoking? What you, you thought it was chicken wings? Are they boneless wings or are they bone-in wings? I haven't decided yet. I'm going to go pick them up today. Well, you know, I need to kind of know, you know, if I'm coming. Oh. Kind of what you're cooking. I see. That, that will make a, you know, whether I'm going to show up or not. Well, I could just say it, it's all vegetarian, and I know for sure you're not showing up. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't be smoking vegetarian. No, I wouldn't be. No, so, I wouldn't be. Good, good try, though, you know. I can smoke some cheese. You can smoke cheese, right? Can you? Yeah. 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 I don't eat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't, you know... Um, I don't know, so uh, I, haven't, well, I haven't decided yet. You, you got my number. Text me. Okay. Once you pick it up, I'll let me know. You. Especially how many wings. You know, I'll give you my my order. Okay, perfect. How many you yeah. need for me? So awesome. Now we've had. Uh, you know, we talk about maintenance. You know, and how important it is. But do you really need to do maintenance on an air conditioner? 
Well, I mean, it's funny. A lot of people say, well, I've never had it looked at before. It has worked forever. Well, that you're, you're lucky. Um, I mean, simple things that go wrong in an air conditioner are capacitors and contactors. They're all nuisance things. They're simple parts. Um, more major things that can go wrong with air conditioners are base valves or condenser fan or compressor. So, um, I mean, it's just, it's, we don't have to hook up gauges to it anymore. Um, we can take all our readings on the outside of an air conditioner. So really, because when they, when they put the right charge in, when we first install it, we found over the years that every time you hook up a gauge, you lose a little refrigerant. So after 10 years, your refrigerant's down. Well, that's because you've been connecting gauges to it for 10 years now. So yeah, it is. It's like putting on your your bike. Yeah, you know, tire. You put it on and you hear a little every time. Well, over time, that will deflate your tire. So since then, we've learned to take all our readings just on ambient temperature and using digital psychrometers just to measure humidity, wet bulb, dry bulb. And uh, just taking readings off the air conditioner gives us all the information we need to, to make sure that it's, it's running operations, it's running properly and has the right amount of refrigerant in it. So uh, really, we're just there to make sure that it's clean, it's running efficiently, all the parts are working within their tolerances, and you're not going to have a surprise breakdown. So get a maintenance done absolutely have it done and and especially when we see how dirty these condenser coils are and yeah we and, really need and it. now uh you know we're starting to see a big push in heat pumps uh, they definitely need to be looked at because there's extra parts in heat pumps that aren't in air conditioners and it's just it's more important now to make sure that we're there checking it every year now um we want everybody to mention, you know, if they listen to the show when they call in, say, hey, I'm, I'm listening to the Saturday show, the Inch by Inch or the, on AM 980. Yep. Just mention it. It's really great. You know, I got a perfect uh, uh, record when I answer the phone that, you know, I book calls and, you know, people say, you know, I'd listen to you on Saturday. I love that you're bragging about this because remember when we were in your office yesterday and we were pulling up Titan and we, we looked at the customer satisfaction thing? Yeah, yeah. Who had 100%? Uh, Steve. Oh, thank you. No, I, I can't get one of those. Why not? You answer the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you have to do no, something no, outside no, no, and no. it sends it. No, so. answer the phone. You <laughs> so. answer the phone with that smile on your face yeah. and... People will give you a satisfaction score. Well, it was. I talked to Sandra yesterday, and she mentioned that she listens. John emailed in. He's a listener. You know, just mention the show. It's nice to be able to mention you on the radio. It's true. Yeah, we like to we like to give people shout outs. Now we've now uh, on the other token, I gave Dean's daughter Lily a shout out last week, and then. Um, Dean's Dean's having some trouble uh, lately because of a discussion we're having about home show uniforms. <laughs> Is it he having the trouble or Lily having? No, no, the trouble? Lily. Lily's just Lily's just kind of shaking her head, and uh, uh, Dean's wife Lisa just said she said to him, "I'm I'm really sorry, honey. I'm I'm <laughs> so sorry because you know, Dean was sharing with me that." You know, when we used to walk in shows uh, working at the other company, they would all talk about, oh, thank goodness we don't work for them. We'd have to be dressing like that. (laughs) 
But lo and behold, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> it may come true. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to experience that firsthand. So they will see, they'll see that at the St. Thomas At the St. Thomas Home Show. I think that's June the 6th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Somewhere it's around a, there. A yeah. Friday, Friday, Friday night. Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. yeah, so Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. And then uh, because, you know, we're in a, in a business full of partners, I mean, the looks on their faces yesterday when we said, you know, if you work in the booth, you're wearing the pants. Yeah. So they all kind of gave us a look like, oh, Oh, well, they need to know, right? Yeah. They need to. Well, they, they and to. we're doing Sunfest because we're a sponsor of that. We're going to be on one of the stages. Yes. So we decided we would get shorts. Shorts. Because it'll be hot in yeah. July. Well, that even got some looks. You know? Right? Yeah, they got some, yeah. We're going to have to get our legs tanned. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I got to be wearing shorts on the golf course as much as I can yeah. or on my bike just so that. They're not, you know, as white as that piece of paper on your desk. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. But, yeah, so everybody, you know, at the St. Thomas Home Show, go up to Dean and just tell him how good he looks in those pants. And right. Even if he doesn't, yeah. tell him how good <laughs> yeah, he looks in the right. pants. Just, yes. Yeah. And what are they called? Shag- Shagadelic. Shagadelic. you got to love it when something's called Shagadelic, don't yeah. you? It, yeah. it kind of refers to the 60s, I think. But, um, I mean, so, that suits us. Well, that's right. If anybody knows us. When they walk in, they'll say, what did who else did we expect? You know? Right. So it'll be a lot of fun. It will be. And Lily, we can get a pair for you. Uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> Lily, they, they come in, uh, in, in the women, because we, we're looking for Vanessa as well, because she said, I want to work in the booth. Well, if you're working in the booth, Vanessa, you got to put the skirt on. So, And what's a skirt and short called? That's a skort. Skort, yeah, skorts. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, may, we may get those. You never know. <laughs> Uh, when we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. You're listening to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we will be right back. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We uh, have been getting a lot of questions about when we're talking there about the heat pump water heater. What is it? How does it work? You know, does it save me money? So you fire away at those questions. So interestingly, it's uh, it's if you it's an electric water heater. So um, that your first thought is, oh, I don't want one of those. But interestingly enough, uh, if people haven't already have an electric water heater and they're thinking about maybe switching to gas, I don't always encourage them to do so uh, because the electric water heaters today are certainly better insulated than they used to be. But also, um, you know, with, with the idea of carbon tax going on things and we're not supposed to be using as much uh, natural gas, um, you know, thought is maybe it you shouldn't change that electric tank out and um the only the the benefit a gas tank had over an electric tank was just recovery time so if you depleted all the hot water out of that tank a gas tank's going to get it to you much faster so it's going to have that faster recovery time to get your hot water back faster where electric's going to take a little bit longer so uh then uh just you know 
they it's it's not brand new. They've been out for a bit, but they just haven't really seen a lot of popularity. Is uh, what they call a hybrid heat pump hot water heater, and it's electric as well. So, uh, like heat pump technology, uh, there is it's basically it's an electric water heater, but it has um, a heat pump component or call it a compressor up on top, which what it's doing is it's when it's running it's really efficient at heating the hot water so it takes actually it takes heat from its environment which is your basement to put to heat the hot water and and restore the tank it also has can also function like an electric water heater so if you had a high demand and the tank needed to recover faster it's just going to turn on like a normal electric hot water heater unless you tell it you don't want it to do that and you have that control over them. So you can you can just say you could be a hybrid or you can run an efficiency mode or however you want it to run. The idea is uh, it's the idea was to let that tank heat the water all night long while you're sleeping when the hydro rates are less expensive. And then you've got a, a full storage vessel of hot water ready for you the next day. Um, and that idea has been around for a long time. When we had electric tanks, they were on that SAVES program. It did the same thing. That controller would, would run those water heaters at night to heat the water up just when it's more economical to do so. And there's a lot of uh, press these days because, you know, they're really pushing us to, you know, drive EVs, electric vehicles, and put in charging stations in our home and all that stuff. And... You know, you only really want to charge those things overnight. So uh, there was an article the other day that Dean and I were looking at just sharing that the electrical rate next year, in April 2023, this, the, the Ontario Energy Board, looks like it's past this, is going to be significantly lower next year uh, because they're trying to promote EVs and, and charging, charging at night. So uh, it's all very interesting. These heat pump hot water heaters are extremely efficient so when it's running on heat pump i mean it it can run it can run more efficiently than a gas hot water heater now they're not inexpensive i mean they're expensive tanks because there's a lot of technology and so i don't know if you know if this is as as new products come out they're typically more expensive to start and and as they mass produce them the, the price goes down that didn't happen with tankless. We thought it would, but tankless kept their place in the market in their expensive water heaters. This may be the same thing for this water heater because there's a lot of technology involved in it. So um, they're they're coming out. They're popular. They're available, and you can if you if you're doing some work around your house. There's the the greener home warranty. There's a greener home rebate program, which is the federal program. You can get a rebate on these water heaters. I think it's a thousand dollars. So keep that in mind as well if you're thinking about doing this. And we put a video or so on our website, peterinch.ca, under products, under water heaters, we have, there's a video when you click on the, the e-pump water heater. That's right. That yes. you can watch that kind of goes through that whole um, discussion, but uh, you can see it. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And like tankless, they don't need to have an... Uh, uh, an anti-scald device or a, or a mixing valve on them because you you 
the digital display tells you the temperature of the water. So like a tankless, the digital display tells you the temperature of the water. So um, you, when, when there's digital control on the, on the tank or the tankless, you don't have to put in a mixing valve with yeah. those. So go over to peterinch.ca, click on products, water heaters, and all of our products are on there. You can see our uh, A.O. Smith, um, whether it's a tank or the Ream. Yeah. Or sorry, Renai, Renai tankless. tankless yep. And then the heat pump one's on there as well. Yep. So, And the tankless comes in a recirc and a non-recirc. Yeah, so uh, tankless, it's done a little differently. We, we size it by the number of... Uh, bathroom so tankless it's more about flow rate so um, we need to know how what the what the potential flow of hot water is in the house so when we're sizing tank less um, we just need to know how many full bathrooms you have so how many showers could be running at the same time or do you have one of those fancy showers with body sprayers or because if, if you've got a high flow shower I mean that's one tankless yeah. Um, and if you've got two or three of them in the house, you're going to need a little bit more water. But regardless of that, we uh, tankless, the biggest thing about a tankless hot water, the biggest complaint is not getting your hot water fast enough. So every time you turn the hot water tap on, the tankless turns on. Every time you shut it off, it shuts off. So that's, that's part of the reason why it's, it's efficient and saves money on, on uh, heating water. Because you only heat what you use. But you have to wait every single time for your hot water. So some people uh, don't, they may have a bathroom which is way, way far away. And, and it takes, their tank did the same thing, but their tankless takes a little bit longer. So they feel that, you know, they're burning too much water waiting for that hot water to arrive. And if that's the case, we have a product, they make a tankless to deal with that. And I, I see that all the manufacturers are on that boat now. They all have a recirc model. So... All it, all it is is we have the ability to recirculate that hot water loop so that you can pre-program it. And so if you get up at 7 o'clock every morning or 6 o'clock every morning to have a shower or a bath or whatever you do, when you we can tell that water heater to turn on a little bit before that. And so when you go to turn that hot water on, it's hot instantly. So that is that is available. It, it is more expensive. It's at a higher price, higher rental price, higher, higher price to purchase. But it does alleviate all those problems. So we better, you know, we're a week away from our big open house. Yeah. So again, April 23rd, 11 to 2 at 10 Pacific Court, Unit 2. You'll see our big yellow trucks will all be out there, so it'll be easy to spot. We, you know, come on down, say hello, uh, take a tour through our, our building, have a little bite to eat and something to drink. Uh, come on the show we'd love to you know have you come on and steve can do an interview i don't want him sitting here all by himself and nobody to talk to i'll i'll have something to do yeah. uh, it's okay i'll find something to do but we want definitely want everybody to come in and uh and go through that it will be a lot of fun that day and, yeah and, looking forward uh, to it actually yeah having getting to see a few people instead of just talking over the phone and you know come on down spend some time with us and um, it's not a big shop, so it won't take long for it the won't. tour. It won't. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty quick tour. But uh, we've, uh, we're going to have a great time and uh, have some information and stuff. And we'll have some uh, heat pump product on display out front. We may even uncrate the hybrid uh, water heater so that people can see what that looks like and yep. go from there. Yeah. 
and you're still going to text me with you know what you're going to cook so absolutely yeah yes yeah yeah so right after this and we're ready to go (laughs) so when you're when we're not on the radio you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca to listen to this show or any of our shows, go to peterinch.ca and hit our podcast button at the top of the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.